Monday morning. Happy Memorial Day. It's 12.50 a.m. on the East Coast. Oh, you guys. <laughs> and we have just finished the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view. I am the, 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 the... I'm just so discombobulated. This is a great show, but it was uh, long. I am the big guy, KG. This is the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. And we're going to give our react to it. And we going to bed. Amen to that. God dang, this is, they pulled a WrestleMania did uh over four hours, I think, with double or nothing tonight. So we're gonna wrap this up in reverse. Congrats uh, by hook or by crook, by mistake or uh by happenstance, the CM Punk will be coming your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh I was a little disappointed. I thought that would be something special at the end of the match after I was picking Punk to win because I thought the setup would be going forward um, leading into um, Worlds Collide would be uh, appearance from Kenny Omega to start the program of leading up to uh, Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole. But that didn't happen. So we'll see. That still could happen, but CM Punk is your heavyweight champion of the AEW world. Good match. Not a bad match at all, I would say, though. It, it wasn't. It was pretty good. Um, I actually did watch it in its entirety. I did not fall asleep. I am wide awake. Uh, it was not match of the night. It, 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 even though it was uh, for the championship, <sighs> wasn't matching at night, so. No, I will say uh, booking wise, I was disappointed with the tag team uh, championship match. Jurassic Express won. Um, they beat uh, Hobbs and uh, Page, and Keith Lee and Swerve Scott. Now, as much as I would have liked uh, Lee and Swerve to get the belt, I was really hoping um, Ethan Page and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs would have come out. It looked like it was almost about to happen a couple times. But they did not get the nod. Jurassic Express won uh, because of Christian, really. So it's kind of interesting that Christian interference um, in their match helped them win the match. So you can look at as a good thing or Christian overstepping his bounds, so to speak, because it was still, you know, not not like him and Edge never uh, pulled some shenanigans back in the day. Hmm. So, I find that kind of interesting that uh, twice Christian interfered and ultimately it led to Jurassic Express winning. Good match still, though. But yeah. That's not the yeah. That I wanted. I would uh, if we were done a pick down show. I, I will say this. Uh, one of the best spots in that match that I loved was uh, Swerve taking Keith Lee's hand getting up on a rope and bouncing off of Keith Lee to hit a backflip and take everybody out. Mm -hmm. I said, that's the spot right there. I, I would love to see more of that. That was good right there. I like that. Oh, yeah, they're a good tag team. I just think that Hobbs and Page are a little bit more uh, solid as a duo. And I I know it may sound, uh, sound crazy, but uh, all ego Ethan Page may be the closest that we'll, we're getting to The Rock at this point. He had some not trying to be like the rock tendencies but if if he developed and you know just it let him do a little bit more 
like man he could be that next guy he just has that that that, that rockism about him without trying to mimic the rock you know the little pose and you know the the, the, the strutting and all the extra stuff that he was doing like man it's, it's a spot on so we'll see what happens with that but i mean he is your fdw champion for what it's worth now i will say in my opinion match of the night uh, is a non-wrestling match uh the anarchy in the arena which had uh jericho <laughs> appreciation society who won against uh eddie kingston santana ortiz uh john moxley and daniel bryan that thing was just it, it put it made me forget about stadium stampedes you know yeah. from the, the theme song the Mox never ending almost you know it was just all over the place period so i, I thoroughly enjoyed that even jim ross didn't say he should have but that was a slobber knocker <laughs> and we got some bloodshed too i was bleeding all over the place yeah i like that everything uh-oh uh, you broke something uh it's around here somewhere yeah, you can oh, tell i found it never mind i found it you can tell we're tired <laughs> shout out to uh, my girl thunder rosa for uh Retaining the AW Women's Championship. Uh, shout out to Kyle O'Reilly for winning a major uh, match on a pay per view against uh, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting match. It was pretty good. I like the story that they told. Was a Scorpio Sky, um, and, uh, uh, Paige Van Zandt, and Ethan versus um, Sammy Guevara, uh, Ty Conti, and Kazarian. That, that was a funny little crazy match, but I like that they put that thing to bed. It's almost like Sammy Guevara and uh, Ty Conti are like Macho and Elizabeth turned up a thousand to where you don't want to watch them, but you want to watch them versus, you know, how it was with real Macho and you just watching it to see what craziness he was doing. So, yeah. I don't know. And shout out to Ty Conti for coming out as Maleficent. Yeah. I like that. That that was pretty good. I I like that. And then, but that ooh, that kick that she took, ooh, ooh. And going back to that Darby Allen uh, match and O'Reilly, O'Reilly gave Darby Allen a knee at the beginning of that match, and that knee was kind of stiff. It looked like it was an accident, but it was a little stiff. I had to shake the cobwebs out after that one. Yeah. Speaking of intros, Britt Baker actually had Rich Wood. Uh, she ended up picking up the victory, even though Ruby Soho had um, Rancid bringing her out for the female version of the Owen Hart Memorial uh, Tournament. And on the men's side, pretty much, even though the matches were in reverse, uh, saw the writing on the wall, the wall as Adam Cole, baby, uh, beat Samoa Joe. But, you know. But did did you get the feeling that I got during those two matches that whoever came out in the pink and black or the pink and white was going to win this? And that's exactly what happened. Oh yeah. As you can see, the the, the for those that are watching YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, Twitch, you see the pink. That's you know that's kind of like the pink to honor. The late great Owen Hart, who we lost uh, 23 years ago uh, on the 23rd. 
So, yeah, I, I consider that moment um, when he was a blue blazer that that tragic event as the other single biggest event that had a ripple throughout the wrestling world. And, you know, it's one thing we know that the outsiders going over to uh, WCW changed the landscape of wrestling, period. But the other thing was what happened with Owen, because that changed the landscape of, you know, entrances and preparation from um, a safety perspective, as well as a change and really ended the career, uh, was a catalyst to the demise of Bret Hart. Brett was never the same after that. And I'm yeah. quite sure somewhere he, he blames himself for leaving the WWE because if he was there, Owen wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I know that's what he believes in his heart. And we can only imagine what the wrestling world would be like if we still had Owen Hart. What Brett Hart be told. Brett Hart actually said that I want to say he said it in interviews. He's also said it in a couple of his books. Uh, and like they said on Dark Side of the Ring, you know, Owen Hart was com- contemplating retirement at the time, you know, spend more time with the family. Now, if he would have hung on just a little bit longer and then you would have had the infusion of Eddie Guerrero, uh, Dean Malenko, uh, Kurt Angle would have really came up. Um, just this new infusion of talent that came in right after he passed. It would have rejuvenated him as a wrestling and wrestler, and it would have been a lot more technical, which would have been right up his alley. And the things that could have been done would have been astronomical. But I mean, that's living in the woulda, shoulda, coulda yeah. realm. So that's true. Because can you imagine? You know, uh, in this era right now, we got CM Punk. We just got finished talking about, but still an incredibly healthy Bret Hart. Yeah. Arguably one of the best technical wrestlers, period. Bar uh, you know, he uh, still holds Goldberg. a grudge against uh, Goldberg, right? Oh, yeah. He holds a big grudge against Goldberg because Goldberg pretty much ended his career. Yep. So, you know, he holds well, a big grudge after all the time. Mentally, he was he was checked out at that point. You know, like I said, once we lost Owen, he was, he was checked out. The passion was gone. You know, that Stu was old. Um, you know, his mom was old, so it's not like they were they could help really get him back on track. I mean, he and he was in WCW on his own. I mean, that was just so much. And then WCW was going through, you know, the Ed Ferreras and, and all that craziness going on down there. The um, finger poker doom, <laughs> yeah, all that was happening at the same time post, uh, you know, Eric Bischoff. So it was no perfect, it was a perfect storm of nothing. Uh, going in his direction opposed to you know when Hogan came over and it was the biggest thing ever Mm -hmm. I don't know but uh, you know we can always may have to do a show about um, uh, Owen Hart's and some of our you know greatest impressions they did talk about which I was surprised that they said it uh, enough is enough and it's time for a change arguably my favorite ring entrance theme song from uh, Owen Hart um, I mean, there's so many great memories from him being part of the nation, him part of the Hart family, uh, the Hart Foundation, him versus Brett. You know, the family situation where he was ripping them apart and having them choose sides. I mean, there's so much 
that, that Owen did, plus all the stories that you like to hear about the pranks and stuff that it used to pull. And I uh, was just a great spirit to be around. So um, it's cool that they have something in AEW to celebrate him and we can finally celebrate him in a wrestling standpoint on live TV, on a page mm-hmm. or anything else versus, you know, WWE just dropping a ball and really not doing the right thing and saying the right thing to just recognize and acknowledge him. So that was that. And then we got your girl, Jay Cargill. Uh, uh, had a um, good little match against Anna Jay. James's girl, Athena, showed up. And uh, Stokely Hathaway. So it looks like uh, the baddies may become a nice little African-American uh, stable. Don't know what they're going to call themselves yet. Smart Mark, Smart Mark Sterling is on the out as it looks. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out uh, come Wednesday. House of Black uh, narrowly defeated Death Triangle. Um, Julia Hart helped out with that, which I didn't. I totally forgot that she was turning. So uh, I, I wasn't expecting her to, to have any role in it. But they won. No disrespect there. Great match. Everybody put in work. I wish you could have seen a little bit more big spots uh, from Pac, but great match. Uh, Young Bucks lost to the Hardy Boys, which I thought this may have been. It seemed like the Hardys were going to be losing this match and they would be retiring. Now, with them winning the match, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. Not at all. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's no love loss. Nobody lost anything. It was just a, a great match for everybody. Um, now, we fast forwarded past all that because I wanted to get your opinion on this. There was a lot of speculation and scuttlebutt uh, today over plane tickets and no shows and if this was really going to happen. Uh, even a, a Photoshop picture of Triple H and MJF. I don't know if you saw that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but MJF actually did put over Wardlow. So that way uh, Wardlow can officially become all elite. But MJF was there. He no-showed the um, – he had an autograph sign that he no-showed. So I'm like, okay. My mind, I'm thinking maybe he did that to just, you know, keep his heel status and really build some heat. Then they were saying that he was, wasn't going to be at the event. Nobody knew what was going on, where he was. I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of getting interesting. I know MJF's not going to just quit. Mm. talked about 2024 and all that stuff. He's not going to pull a Jeff Hardy just to get out the contract and really do show up in WWE. That would be something, oh, man, Vince would lose his mind if he could make that happen. So I'm like, this has got to be at work. But that was a squash match nonetheless. So kind of still interesting as to why they did all this situation for it to be almost a, you know, a, what, three or four minute special of power bombs, and then that's it. Eight of them. Yeah. Eight of them. But I heard that he had booked a flight, a personal flight, on his way out. Yeah. I heard he got on a plane everything. Like, they confirmed, oh, yeah, he's on a plane. Apparently not. If he showed up. 
See, that's, that's, I don't understand what all the pomp and circumstance was. If it was a work, it didn't really fall correctly. I would have rather them build up the speculation as to if he was going to show and not have it be the first match, get it done and get out. Because, I mean, I don't know. Tony Khan wouldn't let, I mean, uh, let MJF out of his contract early. That'd be crazy. No, that, that would be absolutely crazy. But he could sell or let Vince buy out MJF. How much is it worth to you? Uh, well, first of all, Vince would be paying it. Fox would be paying it. Yeah. Or USA would be paying it. Or MJF could buy himself out of his own contract. Nah. Nah. I mean, it's possible. You can do it. He's not making that much. He's making, he's the third highest paid person, if I remember correctly. Uh, was it, um, he's behind CM Punk. CM Punk is number one, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, and, uh, somebody else is in front of him. I think it's Sting, uh, is in front of him, but yeah, he he can't afford, I mean, he probably could, but that'd break him. Like I said, if USA or Fox paid that to buy him out of his contract early, shoot, that's still good business. And, you know, WWE needs a super heel on Raw for sure. Yeah. Super heel. But the problem is, and I don't think MJF is thinking about this, um, you can't cut those level promos on WWE. Speaking of level of promos, I see uh, AEW likes to work blue on pay-per-views, I see. What do you mean? I missed it. What? Oh, man. The commentators, uh, the mics that pick up the in-ring. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe Britt Baker called Ruby Soho a bitch. Um, the, the the ring announcer, he, he said uh, when he was announcing oh, yeah, the, uh, the big out. match, he said, yeah, shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> and I was like, oh! <laughs> I was like a little kid that heard his parent come the first time. But it, it, it works. It works. Uh, not having those type of restrictions on you, that you got a sense of what you say. And, you know, it's a pay-per-view. So you don't have to sense. This is not network TV. This is cable to the max. I mean, I, it's not 90s cable. Right. Yeah. It's not 90s cable, but it's cable. You know, pay-per-view is nothing but cable to the max. This ain't Luke's Peep Show tape cable, but Shout out to Luke's Peep Show. Friday nights while I was in high school. Yes, indeed. Um, but it, it was just it was refreshing to see that. So yeah, so overall, I mean, there was if you count if you count the freaking buy-in, it was almost six hours of wrestling. Man. Or wrestling it, content. Th- so. That's why if you had to give it an overall grade, what do you give it? I'd give it a B plus to an A minus, somewhere in there. They had enough content, yeah. You know, from, from just a pure show. As a couple finishes, I would have changed. Um, but the reason why I still rank it so high is I'm going to give a shout out to Tony Khan because if this was WWE. Lord knows on a WWE network, their own network that they pay for, that they control everything back then. They would have trimmed down some matches. 
So I give full props to them for actually, even by the time we got down to um, the the triple threat tag team championship match, I'm like, they're going to cut this short. They're going to cut this short. Nope. They gave them the time that they were supposed to have. Every match had the time they were supposed to have. So just from that alone, you know, that's props to Tony Khan for just making a decision. Let it be what it's going to be. If it's going to run long, it's going to run long. But everybody got to get the full amount of time that I could tell to tell the story. So that's why I'm giving it, you know, I said B plus to an A minus. Just a couple finishes I would have changed. Um, a couple more major announcements or, or major people joining in. Like I said, I would love to see Kenny Omega. It's been enough time, unless he really still is injured. But God dang, it's been enough time. Um, or, or or somebody else, you know, to, to show up to, you know, and the Athena thing was cool. Um, I don't know. There's still a couple more things they could have done. What would you give it? To be honest, I give it an A minus. The only reason why it's an A minus is that runtime. I mean, it was just it's a lot, you yeah. know. I'm, but see, I, let me let me let me be honest. I was trying to multitask. I was watching the pay per view on my tablet, and I'm watching Game Seven of the Easter Conference Finals on the TV. I'm on one laptop doing something, setting up for this. I'm on another laptop doing something else for work, and. I was trying to do like seven things at one time. And I was like, you know what? I And all while trying to take my hair out. And I was like, I'm burning myself out here. I got to do one thing at a time. So let me sit and watch this and take my hair out. Well, <laughs> but it, it was just a lot. To play devil's advocate, if you were watching the finals, can you really blame Double or Nothing for being long? If you was watching the finals and that's already running long? Well, kind of, sort of. but exactly, at the same amount of time. Yeah, and that was crazy because both of them started at eight. Well, the finals didn't start till after eight, and it was over before double or nothing. <laughs> All right, never mind. And that was play devil's advocate. I lost that bet. So, so uh, what else we got? Because that, that's pretty much it. Because Lord that, knows that, one thirteen. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So as you can see, what the tickets say, wrap that shit up, B. Yeah, for real, wrap it up, B. Because we can't handle it. AEW wore us out. And then, wasn't the next weekend, I believe, is uh, Hell in a Cell? Sad thing is, like, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> what's sad is Hell in a Cell and freaking Elimination Chamber in my pay-per-views, but yeah, I don't really care. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next Saturday and figure out if I can actually get my mojo into actually caring about what the hell's going on. Uh, on the WWE side, because some of those stories are starting to be a little bit lackluster now. Well, that's what happens when you have writers that aren't wrestling fans or writers that don't know the business. But hey, another to- another uh, show for another time. And maybe we need to start giving them some more ideas again for them to steal. And we can still clamor about, hey, that's my idea. Can I have my money? You know, uh, AEW got a forbidden door pay-per-view coming up and I Kind of think I'm supposed to get paid off of that. I mean, I said something about that four years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago, two years ago. I don't know. I've been saying it so much. I don't know how long I've been saying it, but it, it's all good. It's all good. Anyhow, that's all our time for tonight. This is a react show this morning. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Uh, anything to say? Get an oil change. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
We got to get up out of here. You got anything to say? Tired. 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 Well, send us home then. Oh, you want me to say my thing? Yeah. Send us home. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Diversify your bonds. I couldn't meet you, wild bitches. When, uh, the stock market opens up. 